Today, we're going to talk about fear and how we can use it for good and not use it for bad. Let's go. What the heck is up, everybody? A little late start to this episode, but have had a great couple days, have had some awesome conversations, and it was well needed because, as I think I talked last time and I think even the time before, it's been a little tough. And here I am trying to do like, you know, a health and fitness and mental health and just physical health podcast and here I am having bad times. What a jerk. You can't do that. I mean, yes, I can. <laughs> you know, I actually wanted to do this podcast because of that. Because I feel those feels. Because I have repetitive thoughts. Because I repetitively put myself down. And there's other days where I'm super highly functioning. And... I think I can relate to a lot of people in that sense. You know, I've said before, you know, some of the best people at their jobs, the best people at a craft, the best people at listening or being a clinician or a therapist of any variety is because they've been there before or they're still there, right? So like I'm in physical therapy. You know how many of us are broken as crap? Um, and that's why we love doing what we do because we're in it too. And the things that we give you to do for home exercises are things that we do or ugh, I'm going to throw a bunch of us under the bus should do. Like you're the best at your craft when you're in that craft and you're doing that craft yourself. No one's better than you. No one's better than me. And my biggest Achilles heel is when I'm down, I put myself down. I learned how to talk negative to, negative to myself and beat myself up. That is where my OCD lies, is in repetitive self-defeating beliefs and self-defeating talk. And I'm not saying I go like super dark or anything like that where it's, you know, you got to call someone because... I'm going to need some serious help. It's not that, but it's just like, oh, I made a mistake. Can't believe I made that mistake. I'll never make that mistake again because I'll never try again. You know, and here I am telling you guys, you just have to try again. And I feel that that's why I can relate to you guys because I'm telling you, ultimately, you do have to try again. But if you are talking down to yourself and you're saying you're never going to do it again, like listen to that stuff, but then tell that voice to shut up. Because you have to do it again. And that's where this episode leads. I want to talk about fear. Because I think there's a huge negative connotation on fear. I had an awesome talk with one of my colleagues. Uh, what day was that? Was that Friday? Yeah, Friday. Um, and it led me to send him another message after just saying like, you know, I'm so glad that we were finally able to just talk things out because for a long time, I was afraid to come, come at him with things because I didn't want to make him angry. Even though I felt he needed to hear it, I didn't want to make him angry, but the things kind of kept happening. So when I finally came at him about the things that were happening, it was like, oh, wow, like 
thank you so much for telling me this. Like, I needed to know this. And I was like, huh, wow. And that was one of those times where I finally said, no fear. I got to take action because this isn't okay. And it wasn't like he was a, like, eerily bad person. I, I think a lot of it was miscommunication and not understanding and not knowing how to approach a situation. And when you finally kind of go in and lead into like, hey, I don't know how to approach this situation, but I've witnessed this, fear kind of evaporates, man. Like, we all mean well. Yes, there's outliers. I, I always use that. Um, but we all mean well. And we all want to do well. And when we're floating on high, we're floating on high. But when we're low, some of us are freaking low. And I'm raising my hand when I say that with both. Because I can get low. Like I said, not like crazy low where like you guys need to send help for me. But it's like crazy low to the point where then I finally have to say, hey, this isn't your real voice. This is kind of a safety thing and it's trying to put you back down in the crap. Don't let it keep you here. And that's why I feel that this podcast can help people. Because you're getting it from someone who can relate to you. And probably knows what you say to yourself. And look, like our brains were designed kind of fear-based, right? Kind of negative. Because back in the day, when we had to be more primal, fear protected the shit out of us. Fear caused us to run when we saw a fucking saber-toothed tiger. Fear caused us to take shelter when thunder and lightning and meteors were coming but like that primitiveness is still there but we have more tools now to be safer so I feel that instead of that fear needing to quote unquote protect us it more like disables us and puts us down. So back in the day, it caused us to act. But now it just kind of causes us to not act and to kind of cower. Um, it's more of a deer in the headlights scenario versus a fight or flight. And if you have those responses, that's fine. But then you just... I think you have to sit and be like, no, this isn't not, this isn't what it's supposed to be like. And if it's something that you're super afraid of doing, then pivot. Like take action by pivoting. Don't take inaction. But nine times out of 10, if you're scared of something, that should push you to do it. And a lot of things that should push you to do it. I've said it so many times, but we're blips, man. Like, you know, you guys have probably heard there was a, I think it's been on like TikTok and Instagram and I want to say there was a Netflix special about it, but like kind of the things that people regretted before they died. And a lot of people talk about like 
I wish I just would have lived more and not worked as much. I wish I would have found a passion and worked my passion versus just working a dead end job. Like, I don't want to regret my life. And I think fear has caused a lot of strife in my life. Nice, Dr. Seuss. Um, Because sometimes what happens is fear for me can sometimes create a shorter fuse because I'm dwelling on like, I need to do this. I need to do this. I need to do this. And I get hyper-focused on that. But if I don't act, that fuse gets shorter and shorter and shorter. And then someone tells me to do something else and I flip out. Or I just become safe and just do the same thing because it's safe. And really, like I know New Year's happened a while ago, but, you know, I'm Catholic. So for Lent, you know, sometimes we give up something or we try to do something different. And I think what I want to give up is cowering. I want to give up on not taking action. I want to start taking action. I want to start trying. I would rather try and fail than not do anything at all and fail. You know, I love the acronym for fear where it's face everything and rise. It's a Papa Roach song too. If you need a positive motivation on fear song, it's a pretty good one. But like, it's the truth. You got to face it and you got to rise up. And facing it doesn't mean you got to like take the bull by the horns. Facing it might just be like, yeah, this isn't for me. Like I can see that this is not for me. Time to pivot. Or yeah, man, let's climb this wall. You know, and in a lot of things, like especially in physical therapy, fear actually is something that we work on with a lot of our athlete population or just normal population after like some type of a traumatic injury. There's a lot of fear that gets provoked, especially as tissue begins to heal and we begin to say, hey, we can do more things. Well, if some of those more things are the actual way they got injured, there's a huge avoidance. They don't want to do that motion because they're going to get hurt. But the crazy thing is, if they don't do that motion, they can get hurt, right? You know, I talk to the athlete population all the time, especially as they're kind of approaching, you know, return to play things. We want to look at how comfortable you are moving. And you're if you're not comfortable moving, but you want to go back to soccer, that's not safe. 
And people are like, well, no, I'm just going to play a little bit more guarded and a little bit more restricted when I play when I think I can play. But that's not how you're supposed to play. When you're guarded and restricted, you're not going to move as effectively as you need to. And that could put other people at risk, depending on the sport. That could still put you at risk. If you're timid, that could put you at risk. You know, and not only that, like chronic pain and fear. Read the research, y'all. Read the literature. Like, again, I don't, you can fact check me, but like, I'll give you a synopsis. But with pain, you know, pain is a neurological response to something, a noxious stimulus. Listen to me using big words, but it's your nerves send a message to your brain saying, this shit hurts. Pull your hand away from the fire. Okay. We'll just go from there. Okay. But if you have like some pretty significant damage and there's trauma on top of that, you can almost sometimes feel pain by just like feeling slight heat because your nerves become so sensitive to that stimulus and they're always firing and that fear and that anxiety creates those nerves to fire even more and you have to work on like slowly desensitizing that person and saying like hey it's okay you can be around warmth you know you can move. Yes, you're going to move and it's going to be a little sore, but some soreness is good as long as you're safe. Like, if you have a ACL tear, for example, there's a lot of trauma that goes into recovering from that. You know, especially if you hurt yourself you know, doing something you enjoy or not. Maybe it wasn't something you're doing that you enjoy, but like there could be a lot of fear around movement or movement in the position that caused your injury that you don't want to do. And that can increase your nervous system and increase pain and all those kind of things as well. So fear can really F you up. But if you can work around fear by, you know, slowly phasing into movements, slowly phasing into activities and building confidence that downregulates everything and you're able to do things. So the people who are able to face their fear and lower that fear avoidance are always going to be better off than the people that have this high fear and this high alertness and this high, I need to protect myself. The people who are always on edge and anxious because they don't want to get hurt or they don't want to go for that job promotion because they don't want to get let down, the anxiety on that is always going to be significantly higher than the letdown of you tried, but it didn't work out. You tried. And that should push you to keep going. You know, 
fear is still in us, but it should help us. It should not be a con. It should not be a negative. And no, I'm not saying, you know, some of the crazy crap that has gone on in this world, wars, those kind of things, and you hear bombs or all the friggin' shootings that go on every day. Like, yeah, that's scary. And I'm not saying you can't be scared of that. But what can you control about some of those things? Right? I know someone would be like, well, you know, I was just going to celebrate something and some a-hole decided to shoot up the place. But yeah, and I'm sorry that I'm talking about this and I'm not trying to, but like, and you can't control that. And I get that. But I know it sounds dumb, but like, could you celebrate somehow else where you know that you're going to be safe? So even with my suggestion about movement, we're going to move you, but we're going to move you safely and build up your confidence. And then as we build up your confidence, we can move into something else that's safe. And then as we build up that confidence, we can move into something else and that's safe. The crappy part about this world right now is that all of us are scared in one way or another. And I'm not telling you, screw it, you only live once, you know, go to that parade or go to that whatever. Like, I know, like that stuff bothers me. But what I'm like is like, all right, well, how can I partake in a celebration like that but know that I'm around something more safe? And what can I control? And knowing that is facing that fear and doing something about it. And some people might say, no, screw it, I'm going to that parade. And other people might say, no, I'm just going to, you know, watch it on TV if it's televised or, you know, this, that, or the other thing, you know, and control it that way. But I, I am a firm believer, like, you only do live once and you you can't let that stuff kind of spoil it. But in the same aspect, like I totally get the other side and it's like, yeah. And then, so you're facing that fear by choosing to celebrate another way, but don't stop celebrating. Don't stop living your life. You may have to pivot, but don't stop living your life. You know? And when it comes to injuries, I mean, guys, like, People after ACLs do really well. It just takes a long time. And it shouldn't be forced and rushed. You know? If you're stuck in a job that's messing with you, like, take the necessary steps to get out of it. It doesn't have to be, I'm quitting tomorrow and starting something new. Now, for some people, it's that. It's that bad. They're like, F this. I would rather be jobless than work another time, work another hour on this job. But there's other people like, I'm okay right now, but I might continue to look for other things. Let fear drive you. Let fear raise you up. 
Don't let it pull you back from living your life. That's all I'm saying. And I will not judge what that looks like, but I'm just saying you can control the things that you can control. And that's how you can reduce fear around things. I hope this one helps. I hope this one tracks. I'd be excited to learn what you guys feel about it. And like I said, I respect anybody who's scared of something. And I would love to talk to you about like, okay, what are you scared about? And like, you know, I mean, if you're scared about the ocean, but you love the beach, you can still hang out on the beach. You don't have to go in the ocean. You know, like, again, people are going to be like, Mike, that's stupid. But I'm just saying, like, I mean, I feel like there's some people that are like, well, I love to be in tropical areas, but I'm so afraid of the water, so I won't go. Well, don't, you know, not enjoy a beach because you don't like going into the water. Dude, I have a healthy fear of the ocean. Like, I don't mind going in the ocean and crashing in waves and stuff. But I go up to my chest and not any deeper. You know? Especially when you see those pictures of like the ocean where there's like a scuba diver and like it's fairly clear picture, but like behind the scuba diver is very like it's blue, but it's opaque. So you can't continue to see. Nope. Uh-uh. And then people with their freaking AI graphics like will put like take that picture and then like doctor it up and put like a big ass megalodon shark and you can see the teeth in the background nope stuff of nightmares <laughs> but like yeah because i'm not gonna scuba dive deep in the ocean so i'm good i'm gonna put my toes in the water my ass in the sand and it won't be a pbr in my hand it'll be a seltzer water but like dude like don't let fear stop you from enjoying things. And don't let fear push you into shit that you don't want to do. You can control what you can control. And you have to get a grasp on that. And those steps could be massive freaking Mario leaps. Or they could be freaking sloth steps. Like... Your life is your life, homie. Like, it's nobody else's. But I just don't want fear to stop you from doing stuff. I don't want fear to put you in a space where you're talking negatively about yourself. And I'm, I'm speaking from someone who that has happened to, but I still know that each day I'm at least taking one step forward. I'm getting 1% better each day. And it takes time. Sometimes you do hit a dinger right away and get like the job of your life and you're set. Like, But other people, it could take a decade, two decades, a century. Well, not a century, but, you know, take a couple decades. So like... You know, it's about the climb. So keep climbing. And don't let fear stop you from that.
I hope this one tracks. I hope it resonates. Again, I'm not trying to start anything with the examples I'm using. I'm just saying like you can control things. So if, if fear drives you that bad that you don't ever want to do anything again, because it reminds you of something, then I would say, I would never want you to stop celebrating something, but you, you choose to celebrate another way that is good for you and that you can do the things that you need to do. You know, and I'm sorry that I brought up some of those incidents that have happened, that happen every freaking day, it seems like, and it's terrible. But yeah, like that is scary as shit. And if you are like super fearful of that, okay, but you don't have to go to one of those. And you don't have to go to one of those to celebrate. You could just be excited and celebrate on your own. That's all I'm trying to say. So that's what I'm saying. Sometimes fear says, hell no, I'm going. Or sometimes fear says, hell no, I'm not going that way. I'm going to pivot. And that's what I, the sense I was trying to make in that. So hopefully that makes sense a little bit now too. All right. So you guys have a good one tonight and we'll talk soon later.